We're looking for resurrection life. We're looking for the life of Jesus in us. And last week we had a testimony from Jonathan and Jane. A testimony of resurrection life. Where Jane, I don't know how many of you got to see her when she was in bed. She was uh, down and out and for all intents and purposes she had almost died. And there was kind of no hope. And then we have uh, Zoe during the week, during this last month, flatlining. And we don't have anywhere else to turn but Jesus. We thank you for what the doctors do, and they do an immense amount. But ultimately, every breath you and I take is due to Jesus. And we need to give thanks for that. We need to give thanks for this testimony, for these testimonies of God's life breaking into Jane's life, into Zoe's life. We're looking for resurrection life. We're looking to live a resurrected life. And so in uh, Philippians 3, Paul talks about uh, that you know, all the, everything that he knew and he experienced, he considered loss in comparison to knowing Jesus Christ. All of it boils down to, do you and I know Jesus? And in verse uh, 10, it says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible, I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. I want to experience resurrection life today because I need it. I need resurrection life. I need the life of Jesus. If I live the life, if I live my life my way, then I'm in in trouble. And so as we started the beginning of this year, we started the, the year with a theme of thankfulness, with a theme that we praise God with that song, I'll sing a a hallelujah in the midst of chaos, in the midst of maybe not a good report. And we can only do that if we know Jesus, if we know Jesus as sovereign over your life and my life. And so that's how we can sing. That's why we can sing and we can give thanks. Because he is the king of kings. He is the Lord of the lords. Declare that over your life on a daily basis. Give thanks. For he is a good God. I know Zelani's testimony over this period has been about the goodness of God. The healing of God. The graciousness of God. It would have so easily been able to to just go down in, in a spiral and and, and, and moan and groan and grumble and where are you, Lord? And I think that's, sometimes that's a real prayer in, the, in those situations. But he managed to, if you read the Psalms and you see, you see David and he's uh, in the midst of his enemies overtaking him and he's wondering where God is and he's, and th- th- sometimes it almost seems like uh, he's lacking faith, but usually by the end of the Psalm, He's turned gear. He's changed gear. He's gone from first into fifth, and he's praising the king. 
And so we have a theme, a theme I, I'd love us to, to develop in my, I'm trying to develop it in my own life. A theme of thankfulness. It says in, in uh, I think it's Thessalonians, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks, for this is the will of the Lord for you. In everything we've got to give thanks. In everything we've got to rejoice. And that's got nothing to do with uh, actually our circumstances. It's got everything to do with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. If I understand that He is my Savior, that He has come, and He has never, He will never leave me or abandon me. If you understand that, then you can give thanks. And we need to give thanks. The ten lepers I preached a couple of weeks back. And the ten lepers, only one came back. And he came back praising God with a loud voice, falling at the feet of Jesus and giving thanks. He had received his healing. He had received his physical healing. And he came back and he gave thanks. And what did he receive? He received eternal life. He received Zoe life. Because he had encountered Jesus. He had encountered Jesus. The other ten didn't come back. The other nine didn't come back. They got their healing. Their healing wasn't taken away. And then last week I read from, as the service leader, I read from two chronicles, a long, a long section. And it was about the enemy surrounding the Israelites and uh, the Lord saying the battle is the Lord's. And uh, David being given instructions and he appoints singers and praises. And they went before the army and they sung and they worshipped. And they said these things, they, they sang these things, give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. I love the Old Testament stories. I love everything in the scriptures. Although not all of it is very easy. Sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes he's calling us to die to self. Sometimes he's calling us to be out in the front line worshiping when the enemy is all around. And so, that's what they did, and the enemy turned on themselves. So I want to read some scripture. I long to go again to the Old Testament. If you're battling with the Old Testament, Monday, 2 to 4, Janet will be teaching an overview on the Old Testament. Got to find all these books. Uh, it's, uh, what is my scripture? 1 Chronicles chapter 16. Holy Spirit, we just ask, Lord, that you would open this word, even in the reading of the scripture. That as I read the scripture, I'm asking Holy Spirit to open your eyes. Focus. Open the eyes of your heart. Focus on David's song of thanks. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Verse 8, call upon his name, 
Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that he has done. His miracles and the judgments he's uttered. O offspring of Israel, his servant children of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember his covenant forever. The word that he commands commanded for a thousand generations. The covenant that he made with Abraham, his sworn promise to Isaac, which he confirmed to Jacob as a statute to Israel, an everlasting covenant, saying, to you I will give the land of Canaan as your portion for an inheritance. When you were few in number, of little account, and sojourners in it, wandering from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another, to another people. He allowed not one to oppress them. He rebuked kings on their account, saying, Do not touch my anointed ones. Do not do my prophets no harm. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among the people. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his place. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him, all the earth. Yes, the world is, the world is established. It shall never be moved. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. And let them say among the nations, The Lord reigns. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Say also, save us, O God, the God of our salvation, and gather and deliver us from among the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. Blessed be the, lo the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Then all the people said, Amen, and praise the Lord. And we started off this morning, and we started off this morning ascribing greatness and declaring the glory of God, the holiness of God, the, the majesty of God. And that is just, it's just so exciting. It's just so, you, you want to get up and dance. Uh, I mean, I can't dance. I, I've got two left feet. I can't even clap at the same time. But 
when I, when I have a look at, at where this context, the context of this, uh, what is it called? A, a song of David, David's song. It's the context of the Ark of the Covenant being placed, coming back to Israel. Remember, it had been captured by the enemies. The enemies didn't want it, and it was because people died. I think the the the, the idols fell down, their own idols, and 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 so they didn't want it. And and then they try to bring it back, and they did it wrong. They didn't do it according to what the words said. And poor old Uzziah, Uzzah, Uzzah. He, 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 it was falling and he thought it would be a good idea to stop it from falling. And he was struck down. He died. God doesn't need our help. He wants us to do it his way. He wants to do it, us, it, it with him. And so in chapter 15, if you could go home and you could read chapter 15 for homework, there's a lot of, uh, Big words there, which I definitely cannot pronounce. But there's a, there's a sense of uh, bringing back the ark. They're going to bring it back and they're going to get the Levites to do it. They're going to do it according to uh, what, how God has ordained it to be. They're doing it God's way. And they're going to bring it from Obed-Edom's Edom's house. Imagine having the ark in your house. And the ark represented the presence of the presence of God, the glory of God. That was it was, it was not just a, it's not just a small little thing. And it uh, that guy Obed Ed, Edom, he was blessed. His household was blessed. His produce increased because the presence of God was was with him. Was at his house, and even when it, even when it left. He continued to be blessed. So he had the, he had the, the ark in his house. And, and so we have this celebration in chapter 15, chapter 15, where you have a celebration and, 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 and David is so excited that the ark is coming home, is coming home to Israel, that he's dancing in the street. He's, uh, wearing linen. He's, uh, What's he doing? He's dancing. He's celebrating with everything. You know, kings are supposed to be dignified. But he's not. He's dancing in the streets. In his linen. Loincloth. So all of Israel bought the Ark of the Covenant. I'm going to read a bit again. Of the Lord with shouting to the sound of the horn, trumpets, cymbals, and they made loud music on harps and lyres. And then there's this one sad little, little line, little verse, in the end of verse 29. And the, as the ark of the covenant of the Lord came to the city of David, Michal, the daughter of Saul, looked out the window and saw David dancing and celebrating, and she despised him. In her heart. She should have celebrated the ark coming home. And let she, yet she looked at her husband and she looked at her husband dancing in the street and, and, and so joyous that she despised him. 
We've got to be careful that we don't despise what God is doing in somebody's heart and somebody's lives. And I think uh, the theologians would probably be able to help me here. She, uh, she was barren from then onwards, I think. And so the ark comes home. The ark comes back to Israel. The ark was back. It was fantastic. The enemies had been subdued. David was now on the throne and there was some peace in the land. That is good news. That's great news. And what's the response to, what's the response to good news? What's the response to the good news that God has put in your heart? God has saved you. He has saved me. I think as I look at my life and look back, I kind of often thought that I was kind of all right. I wasn't such a bad sinner. But the Lord has been showing me things. Not in a sense of condemnation, but that, that I just need to repent and say, Lord, forgive me. He's been showing me the, the, those things in my life. And, 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 and it's, it's, it's just so wonderful to, to say, Lord, I messed up. I messed up. I sinned against you. I sinned against you and only against you. Because as I've realized that, I suddenly now realize how much he has saved me and from what he has saved me. I've been a Christian since I was 15-ish. So that's 45 years. And yet the Lord is revealing to me in these days his wrath against sin. My own sin, and he's called me to repent and, and then rise up and give thanks. For his mercy is there. And his mercy is there for each of one of us today. Repentance sometimes, I think we think it's, you only have to do it when you need to, when you're born again. But it's a daily living in repentance, a daily living in, in, in finding where we are. I'm doing my own thing and saying, no, Lord, I don't want to do my thing. I want to do your thing. I want to walk in your presence. And so we need to be giving thanks daily, daily. I'm just going to quickly just highlight just a, a few things from this, from this psalm. So if you can, you can do that from this, this song. This song is in great thanks because of God, because of His greatness, because He is a, a covenant-keeping God to a thousand generations for an everlasting covenant. He's our, he's our portion. Starts off, oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. 
And what do we call, what are we to do? We make known his deeds. That's why this, the power of the testimony, the power of the story of, uh, of Jane, of, 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 uh, Amanda when she gets up in a, in a, uh, probably in, in, in a couple of weeks time and shares her story. It's powerful. Because we're giving thanks to what God has done. We're giving thanks to, to who he is. And so it's saying there, sing to him, sing praises to him. Tell of all his wondrous works. Tell. Tell of his wondrous works. Talk about him. Not just on a Sunday morning. But what about in the shops? What about at a bri? Tell of the wonderful things that God has done in, 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 your, in your life and in, in the scriptures and look at creation. Tell. Tell of his wondrous works. Give thanks. Give thanks. Starts off, give thanks. How do I change from being a grumpy old man to a, to a person who is full of joy? How do I do that? How do I, I want to give you a practical handle, and I forgot this morning. I meant to bring a little, a little notebook. And I might have shared this before, but it's so important. How do we, how do we, in, in the world in which we live in, which there's so much negativity, how do we, how do we remain full of praise? How do we remain thankful? Here's a practical little thing. Buy a little book, A5 book, or do your, or in your journal. And every day as you start your day off, give thanks. Just for something. Start off by just by giving thanks for one little thing. So my dad, who came to Jesus when he was 72, and he lived for another three years, he was fully in love with Jesus. He loved Jesus. He had a book called Thank You, Lord. And he would write in there, Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord, for fishing. No fish, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Thank you, Lord, for supper with Ellen and Mary Ellen. Thank you, Lord, for my mini church. So that's my challenge for you. Challenge for me. Because when we enter his presence, there is a, there is a method of, a way of doing it. I know we, he lives in us and we, the presence of God is all, all around us. But the, the, the psalmist says, somewhere he says, enter his gates with thanksgiving in our hearts. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So I want us to raise the level of our gathering on a Sunday morning. I want to raise the level of uh, our, our, our praise of him. That we would come. Thankful. Because each day this, this week we will have written, thank you Lord for time with dad in Cape Town. Thank you Lord for, for this beautiful cool day in January. Thank you Lord for, for friendship. Thank you Lord for brothers. I have two sons. I have Alex and Anthony. And they are as thick as thieves. They are brothers together. 
they so so I, I, I rejoice in 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 that. Oh, I have three sons. Sorry, I got a son-in-law. I'm being, being uh, yeah, corrected. Eh? Three. Yeah. It's not yeah, Delete that uh, from the from the thing. But we have so much to be rejoice to rejoice and be thankful for. So, if, I'm running out of time. But in the scripture, just a few things: we are chosen, we are we are protected. There's the protection of God. There is. Uh, our final request in verse 35. After we've given thanks for all those things, let us cry out this prayer. Save us, O God of our salvation, and gather and deliver us from among the nations that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. Save us. We need to be saved. Everyone here needs to be saved. I need to be saved from myself, from my self-centeredness. I need to cry out to him and save. And, and this, this few verses just shows what a great God we have because he does save us. He does come there for us. He does come there for you. And as he saves us, we give thanks. Anybody save themselves? Nobody. We haven't saved ourselves. I've been on the back in the waves with a boogie board and got out of control. I needed saving. I needed saving. Put up your hands. I put up my hand, I was in the lifeguard was fortunately there were lifeguards with beach with the lifeguards. They came to save me. My family were deadly embarrassed. They were just how, who's that out in the on the ocean needing help? Oh, it's dad. Very embarrassing. So I've decided from now on that I'll only go to No, I don't live my life with fear. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. And there was a there was a time where we were on a we were on a lake fishing. It was a two hundred acre lake in in uh, Sani, near Sani Pass, and uh, which was at Lorian. 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 Lorian decided to swim across the dam, and he didn't realize with the wind blowing and the the, the coldness of the water how difficult it was. And he was swimming. And then he got into trouble. And I think Neil was fishing in a boat. He couldn't, he couldn't get there. And I think uh, myself and Chris Murray uh, managed to rescue him. But he went under a couple of times. Completely under. And we all need saving. So, Lord, we thank you that you are our Savior. I want us to stand. And I know, I think everybody here has given their lives to Jesus. But uh, just in a moment's silence, just ask the Lord to show you if there's any area in your life that you need saving from.
you allowed lots. Whatever you thought of this morning, I want you to say these words. Father, against you and you alone have I sinned. I thank you, Lord, that as I confess my sin, that you hear the cry of my heart, that you are my Savior, that you are my Lord. And I thank you for that. Forgive me, Lord, when I think I can save myself. And so I, I declare that you are my Savior. I turn to no one else but you. All the other things are idols and have no power to save. Only you can save. And so I dedicate and ask that you would be my Savior and my Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.